Up and Adam in the morning. Live here. Up and Adam in the morning. It's the Crush 92.5. In studio, some great friends. Mike Siner, Mr. Pinot Noir. What is going on, my man? Uh, not much, Adam. Stoked to be here. I love uh, when you're in studio. I always uh, enjoy our conversations. And Chef Jacob Lovejoy. Yes, sir. It's good to see you again of, of recent. Yes. Of late. Absolutely. It's cool. I've, 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 apparently, I have a face for radio, so here we go. Ba- both of you, <laughs> uh, we saw at the fair, uh, Wine Industry Person of the Year. Thank woo-woo. you. Thank you. How is that? Um, how is that going? You're getting like parking spots everywhere you go. Like- <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's been great. I mean, especially today in social media, all the love has just been really appreciated. Good, and good. Such an honor to get that award. Ancient Peaks, you brought in some wines today, huh, Mike Steiner? We did. You know, we're kind of focusing on the local stuff. You know, I mean, obviously, Ancient Peaks we're a medium-sized company, so we're out and about around the country. But the wines we have today, you can only buy in the tasting room up at Santa Margarita. What'd you bring? So, in the glass right now. Uh, Breakfast of Champions is our Pearl Chardonnay. And this is a barrel fermented Chardonnay off the estate, a little bit richer, softer, yeah. and just, just a luscious, fun wine. Yeah, I had lunch, Jeremy and I, uh, while we were staying up at the fair doing the cork torques, we had lunch with Carl at the cafe. First of all, Jacob, unbelievable. Well, thank you Because Carl, much. he was so gangster. He was like, we're going to pretty much get one of everything and it's cut in threes. <laughs> so we literally yeah. tasted a lot of the menu minus what you brought at the fair, at the fair right? So yeah. I mean, gosh, the the wedge salad was like to die for. I'm not even a wedge salad fan. I would totally eat nine of those. Um, the the <laughs> the, the chicken sandwich, yeah, the right. soup, the French onion soup. I mean, cool. the the burgers, the tri tip. I mean, it, you're really doing some killer stuff with it. And the prices, they're very approachable. Like you go, you got to go do a lunch at Ancient Peaks. Well, thank you. Man. Uh, that's kind of a um, you know. Our point is we we want to make it affordable along the same price points as as our wines, which I think are very approachable prices. And we want to and you got to have good food. And we want to do we want to make the best food that we can we can do and have it be a value for the customer as well. So, Siner, you can come into the tasting room and you can still do a tasting like like, like always for sure. Yeah, we're still running normal businesses. We've always done. But if you want to come in and treat it like a restaurant. Come into the cafe, have a meal. Without a doubt. And that's yeah. what's been great. And then the team put up those nice misters out front. So on a hot day, it's still nice. It's just nice and cool there. The food's flowing. So yeah, after the bar, you can do tastings. You can do tastings at a table. Uh, there's charcuterie plate is amazing that Chef does there. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just like food and wine still rolling it. Before we get into the wines, the Chardonnay is so good. Uh, you guys are doing something really cool with Echo and for the homeless community here. Talk about that, Jacob. Um, yeah, so uh, Cindy Wistrom, one of the owners of the company, is uh, very involved with the Echo Homeless Shelter uh, in Atascadero, and we're kind of on a schedule where we create a dinner for them uh, every month, bi-monthly, and we're doing that tomorrow. Tomorrow's dinner is going to be kind of fun. We're doing a, a, like a pulled pork platter, so we're doing like braised pulled pork. This is so- something that I would eat myself. Where I'm not going to throw out a bunch of no like for them. Yeah. leftovers. Or yeah, no, exactly. Like this I, is... You know, I, I've spent a lot of time the last couple of days getting all this together. We do. Um, I'm doing like you know pulled pork with my renegade barbecue sauce, coleslaw, baked beans, French rolls, fruit dessert. Yeah, you know, the whole nine yards. To let these people have like a real home cooked meal. Um, you know, it warms my heart and I, and I feel like it warmed their heart too. Yeah. So it's a feel good thing. That's super know? cool. I love yeah. uh, Cindy's work with Echo and how, you know, bringing it into like, see what ancient peaks and use the talents that are there. We're going to come back. We got Mike Siner. We got Jacob Lovejoy here. Who's the chef. We got the Chardonnay in the glass. We'll continue coming up. It's up and Adam in the morning. Up and Adam in the morning. It's the crush 92.5 in studio. My friends from ancient peaks wine industry person of the year. 
and good friend on and off the air. We got Mike Siner. What's up, my man? Always good to see you. Oh, great to see you, Adam. Uh, we got Chef Jacob Lovejoy. This is so good. He is uh, just killing it over there at the cafe at Ancient Peaks. And I can attest to that because I think I might have tried <laughs> over the two times I had your food, everything on the menu. Dang near everything, <laughs> I believe. So yeah. It's so Thanks, good. It's so good. So appreciate it. I, uh, you're fantastic with soups. I loved your wedge salad. Um, the tri-tip is the only thing that even comes close and is on par with Firestone, but you even take a more <laughs> culinary approach to it. Like theirs is just crack. Right. But yours is yeah. like, okay, we're not doing barbecue sauce. Right. We're doing, you know, better bread, better, yeah. better everything. Right. And it just is so juicy and soft and incredible. Thank that you. tri-tip is like, I mean, it's nuts. Thank you. Yeah, Thank people you. are missing out if they don't check that out. And it's right up on top of the grade. Like you're eight minutes from slow. Yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah. you're, you're 12 minutes from, you know, a town Paso right. area. So get to, it's so funny that area because what an amazing area to see so not just, you know, like one horse, what do they call it? Like one, one horse town. Yeah, yeah or like, you know, one ride or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's just such a small little place. We did dinner at the range last Saturday. Oh, man. Isn't that special? Dude, yeah. it was yeah, so yeah. good. It was, it was her Lindsay birthday. Rocket. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. So, but what a cool town, but what an interesting story for this little place. It's been fun. You know, I mean, we started Ancient Peaks back in 2005. You know, and here we are this many years later, and that town is now kind of this, we're, it's, they're all in our wine club. You know, I mean, you can come to town, you go to the range, and the porch is back to op- open up. You got wine tasted in Ancient Peaks. We got Jacob's food for lunch there. And meals, it's zip lining. I mean, it really is its own contained half a day to a day experience in San Luis Obispo County. Now, I think it needs, and I know I don't want anyone to hate me for saying this, but I think it needs more. I think it needs. What if you put a hotel there, or if you put like, I mean, think of Los, Los Alamos. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, Los Alamos isn't similar. overdone. It's still got no street lights. It's still really small. <laughs> yeah, but they got some places to stay. They got something. But I mean, they don't got zip lines. They don't got that <laughs> escape, room. escape room that's right. like nationally known. Yeah, they don't Very got your wine or your food. So I mean, like, I don't. know. I just wonder if Santa Margarita couldn't use just a little bit more. Yeah, who knows? You never know what happens in the future. You know, it's definitely a hidden gem. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. it's. So it good. feels very rural and it's you know undeveloped for the most part, right? Yeah, and, and it's, it's just super cute, a yeah. Cute little place. Okay, let's get into the Chardonnay. This is super good. Yeah, this is 2020 Chardonnay. This is part part of the Pearl Collection. You know, for us, the Pearl Collection is really those small lots in the ranch. Best practices at the winery. Uh, Stuart Cameron, the winemaker, you've been with us the whole the whole time, just doing a great job with it. Um, all barrel fermented. Medium amount of new French oak to it. It's a softer wine. It has a richness of that classic California Chardonnay. Uh, this goes great with dishes. We earlier we were talking some pastas and shrimp dishes, and just there's a real vividness to it. This one's from the 2020 vintage, a very challenging vintage, you know. Yeah. Um, that, we had the, obviously COVID, and we'll always go down for that. But but there was this heat spike. So it was the year we had the 120 well, smoke. Yeah, that's 123 too. Fahrenheit at Cal Poly registered hottest yeah. hottest spot in the United States that day. And so, but the wines, you know, the winemaking, I mean, the vineyard really did a great job, and I'm you know, just really proud of this wine. It's been a fun wine to as we're getting through it. His name is Mike Siner. He is up and at him in the morning. We also got Chef Jacob Lovejoy. Ancient Peaks in the house. More coming up. It's up and at him in the morning. Up and at him in the morning. It is the crush at 92.5 in studio. Mike Siner, one of my absolute faves. Been a fan and a friend of his for a long time on and off the air. And look at this Chef Jacob Lovejoy doing this great cuisine at Ancient Peaks. Ancient Peaks in the house. You got to check out the cafe. Now, before we get into the food, Mike, we were talking a second ago about the different vintages, namely 2020. It's in the glass right now. As we are now three years past that harvest, 
when we had smoke, this, that. What did we figure out worked as far as abatement of certain lots if it needed it? What did we find out as far as like and learn, okay, let's just, if it's this, let's get rid of it. Or, wow, this these particular microclimates or pockets didn't get hurt at all. Yes, certainly. We we learned it's all about location, location, location. And so, yes, we saw some smoke in 2020, but the smoke we saw locally here was very high. It was really pushed down from much north of us, unlike the 2020 glass fire Napa Valley, which was down there next to the vineyard. So they got smoke taint. We really didn't have some. There was some registered smoke taint in certain vineyards, different elevation vineyards, different location vineyards. But across the board now that 2020s are in the marketplace and actually leaving the marketplace with some great reputation, great scores, the wines are delicious, we did not get affected by smoke. So it, it really does go down to being location-based. Yeah, and a great vintage. It is. Yeah, the wines have done very, very well. I got into... Um not an argument, but a, a, a spirited discussion of the better harvest. And of course, this person was right because they're a fantastic winemaker. I've, I've heard you all, and this is only what I hear. You guys, 19 was just like a spectacular vintage, really handed over to you guys with not a lot of worry or concern, you know, very anti 22 or all the things that, you know, all the problems that went down there. But then I hear 21 is another one of those vintages where there's no 21 was better than 19. What do you think about both vintages? What do you say? I'm definitely in the 21 camp. Really? You know, my 30 vintages, I really believe 21 was one of the best we've had of of the whole time. Uh, You know, 20 was a good vintage, but, you know, it's a vintage where location mattered. Uh, technique, you know, why make an experience super matters. So you have to be picky with 20, 2020s. You but know? juxtapose the 19 more or less, because yeah, yeah, that I, one was supposed to be a really good vintage. It was a great vintage for sure. But I, they're just, there's a 20, 19 was more of a classic vintage for me, whereas 21 in the structure and style, you're right, it was easy weather was, was really there and, and delivered beautifully. But in 21, the fruit pops. There, There is yeah. almost an over-the-topness to 21. And as we're now finishing some of the 21s, they're almost... Too fruity. I mean, they're, but they're just wow. luscious. They're, they're wines that are just have a vivid character. And um, with some of my friends from Europe, you know, they're like, eh, it's a very fruity California vintage. Like, well, <laughs> but it finishes with acid. So, no, I, I believe 21 is that's superior awesome. See, I to love 19. It. That's, that's, that's the theme I'm hearing these days. Uh, we got um, wine guru Mike Siner. We got chef guru Jacob Lovejoy. We're going to come back with our friends from Ancient Peaks. It's up and Adam in the morning. Up and Adam in the morning. It's the Crush 92.5 in studio. My friends from Ancient Peaks, chef Jacob Lovejoy. Mike Siner. Uh, what's up, boys? What's going on? Morning. How you doing, sir? Do you watch things with subtitles on, like whether it's your Netflix? or Because you know, subtitles are a big thing, like when you're watching your videos, like reels and stuff, they all seem to have subtitles now because they say the retention is more, people watch them longer. But I was reading this article about uh, subtitles like on your shows, your Netflix or whatever. Like, Do you or no? We do at home, yeah. I do. Yeah. All yeah. the time. Uh, all the time. I have terrible hearing. So if I want to understand what's going on in the show, I got to have the subtitles. On. Yeah. yeah. And same thing with you. You have uh, you put the subtitles on most of the time. All yeah, the time. Generally, we do. Yeah. At home, if we're watching something. It also helps like when we're watching like kids shows with the, with my girls. Oh, yeah. They're, uh, you know, my my fourth grader is a pretty good reader, but my, my one going into first grade, she can pick out words and like, oh, I know what they're what saying. What a great, oh, yeah. really? Yeah. So we do it up there. That's kind of like a learning thing, too. A new survey, 66% of people say they turn their TV subtitles on, at least occasionally. 13% said they're always on. I was just like, as I was, you know, talked to a couple people before you about this, just, you know, passively, and uh, I was surprised a lot of people are 
rocking subtitles these days. Yeah, oh yeah, crazy. Congleton talked about it recently this week or last week. Oh, he was talking about it. Yeah, there, it, it had to do with one of the Oppenheimer. Oh, movie? Oppenheimer. Was uh, that? Okay. Don't tell me that movie's in subtitles. Well, no, but it, it had to do with audio. It had to do with how loud it was and not loud it was. Oh, oh I don't know. it was one of the shows I was just listening to. I was working, and um, it was that very subject. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's talk foreign films. Now, Crouching oh, Tiger, sure. that was cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, I don't think I'm want to watch. I don't want to depend on it. Yeah, yeah. Because then yeah. I think you're reading more than you're watching. But but Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Remember that was like that was a huge movie. Yeah, it was all subtitles. But I think they knew that it was a little different. Like the acting, they would let you read and come up. I don't know. It just felt like a, it worked better. Yeah. I almost almost they tied it in, they tied the action in. Because they know these people don't understand what we're reading. saying, so we don't want them to ocularly miss what's happening, especially right. with these you know elaborate fighting and beautiful kung fu scenes. Yeah. But then you have to follow the story too. So, yeah. Um, the only time I don't really have subtitles on is when I'm watching sports, because then it'll cover up like the ticker at the bottom or the scores oh, or that's whatever. A good point. You know, yeah, so that's I, good point. I turn them off when I'm watching football or baseball. Or have you seen sometimes these subtitles? Like if you're watching like a like an ESPN show or whatever, like they'll know what this gal's going to say like before oh, yeah. she yeah. says it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. this is black magic. What is going on here? How do you know that? Like, hold on, uh, it's hold all on. pre-recorded. Yeah, it's all. But like yeah. a, a delay or some sort. Yeah, but it's yeah. not even all pre-recorded. Like, they'll be like, we're going to check in with Steve uh, Gregenson. He's in Kuwait right now. I would like, think delays, though. I think just like shows, like live shows, there's usually a short two-minute delay for a, you know the button. Who's doing these? Is it a computer listening and doing it, or is there somebody? I mean, how long? I've wondered that. Close caption. Is there somebody behind it? Yeah, a stenographer maybe. I've, yeah, I've wondered that. <laughs> or like no. a, cor- a court clerk. Yeah, like, and they yeah, like yeah, exactly. and those court clerks have like five <laughs> buttons, and they end up like writing everything. All right, we're gonna come back. We're gonna get into uh, more of these wines. We got our friends here from Ancient Peaks. We have Mike Siner. We have Chef Jacob Lovejoy. It's up and Adam in the morning. Up and Adam in the morning. It's the Crush ninety two five. Adam on Teal in studio. Mike Siner, Ancient Peaks. Chef Jacob Lovejoy. The cafe there how many days a week are we open we're open seven days a week Damn. we're open um 11 to 5 and you know full menu the whole time and and rock and roll we're ready to go and um truffle fries or bomb yeah. the aioli is crack thank you thank you um two nanograms of fentanyl in those what's going on what's <laughs> a, in the, in the or garlic aioli it's so addicting it's so good like i told you already i love the the wedge sal the tri-tip the burger i'm not a big person for brie on a burger you do this like fig and brie burger yeah freaking gorgeous well you you know you start with great um meat and we get our meat from the santa margarita ranch we got a fourteen thousand acre cattle ranch we're like one of the oldest operating continuously operating cattle ranches in california and it's pretty much all um all uh black angus and you know you get the you get great meat i go to carl and i'm like hey we're running low on burgers and next thing you know he comes <laughs> He's hauling, yeah, hauling a steer away. <laughs> you and, got you know, more burgers. Okay, bye. What's the? Um, you've been a burger dude for a long time, right? Your time at Cass, your time yeah. with your your catering company, yeah. Like you've know you've been known to really master a burger in a time yeah. where burgers have never gone out of style. In fact, they're even getting more appealing with, with the smash uh, trend and things like that. Yeah. What right. what is what are some of your like staples and signatures about a burger that one make it so good and make it so you? I want it to be different. You know, I want it to be different than just your lettuce, tomato, you know, pickle, onion kind of burger. So like the fig and brie, I do like a chipotle aioli on the on the bottom and then and then the fig jam. House made bacon is a big thing. Um, and then some arugula on there. Give it like a, a peppery note. Um, and you just got to well season things. You know, you, get, you you start with quality ingredients and you just don't screw them up. You know, yeah. That's kind of the key. Yeah. And, and like I said, just something different than what you uh at any other place 
Siner, I was super impressed with the wine. Carl had a bunch of things brought to the table. Of course, when we had you guys at the fair, you guys brought a bunch to that table. But, uh, man, the Cab Franc. Oh, yeah, isn't that fun wine? out. Yeah. Beautiful fun, wine. Fun wine. That Chardonnay we had a little while ago. And now we got two Syrahs here. I want to talk about the difference between Whole Cluster and your uh, Syrah jackpot. Now, obviously, Whole Cluster, we're keeping the stems, the everything, boom, maybe to a certain percentage, but it's all going in. That's 100%. And that's really what this wine's about. This is part of the experimental lots we do. Uh, they can only buy there in the tasting room. And so Stuart and Patrick, the winemaking team, in a whole cluster, which is always fun. You load them in there, you know, old school. This is how wine was made before electricity was invented. You know, it's got that stimmy, it's got the herbal character to it. What's, and again, the margarita, why it's so unique is it, it's not Paso. I mean, we are Paso, we love Paso, but, you know, we're 22 miles south of the town of Paso, eight miles to the Edna Valley, you know, slow coast. And so it's it's not cold climate Syrah, but it's not Paso Syrah either. And so it's in between there. Then you throw this spicy herbal unami you know there really is a unami character to whole cluster wines and that's really what this wine's about so when we talk about almost being in the middle you get some of those the best of both worlds when it comes to those like textbook syrah things like you know maybe the warm temperature syrah gives you real lots of fruit lots of plums things like that gary everly always says blueberries and blood yeah deep, you know rich color and then but of course the cooler ones it's you know it's peppery it's got a little bit more zip to it right? exactly yeah. yeah and it has that lavender that cool, classic cool climate yeah we're right in between there that's why it's an interesting wine that sometimes like oh is it cool climate is it warm climate you're not sure where it's coming from and that's really the the thing about the location of santa margarita and why it's such a unique spot that makes unique wines you know and uh, yeah, with the whole cluster, it is fun. This is you know, this is Lucille Ball. I mean, the cellar crew gets in there, foot stomps these wines. The only way <laughs> to manipulate this this winemaking is to get your body inside there and foot stomp and crush those grapes with your feet. So that, it's a fun wine to make. It's a great wine to enjoy. How much of it do you do? This is just a couple of hundred cases. You know, uh, 179 cases produced. So less than 200 cases. Special wine. Yeah, it is. This isn't always on the list. You don't always get to taste it, um, but it's something we definitely release to the wine club, so they're always going to get, you know, that's the joys of, and one of the benefits of joining anybody's wine club is you get access to things, and then every once in a while, they'll pop it in the taste room and share it. I don't know of a brand that over-delivers so well and was meant to from the start with the resources of a 14,000-plus-acre ranch and all the acreage they got under Vine. It's really cool what they're able to do, and from the entry level cab that's like you know maybe twenty bucks or something, exactly to you know the Oyster Ridge and the, even that new cab you got. I mean, there's the wines are constantly over delivered. We're gonna come back. We got Mike Siner, we got Jacob Lovejoy, more with our friends from Ancient Peaks. It's up and Adam in the morning. Up and Adam in the morning. It's the Crush ninety two five Ancient Peaks. Our friends in studio, Mike Siner, also Chef Jacob Lovejoy. Guys, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having Thanks us here. Having us. Also, don't That's forget um, Margarita Adventures, um, yeah. the the foraging tours, yeah. zip lining over Pinot Noir sure. vineyards. Uh, my gosh, the the escape room. Right. The escape room. Heather and Frank have been telling me about this escape room, and we got to come check it out. You were saying you actually hold the record. <laughs> so, as of a couple months ago, when we did it, yeah, uh, we I, I went with my brother and sister in law, and we. Uh, yeah, but they're said, really they're said, big into it. Yeah, they're big into it. They've done like dozens and dozens of them, and they used to own a own a mobile escape room a, a couple of years pre COVID. Um, yeah, and so uh, I got them. I actually got them gift certificates for it for Christmas. Yeah, and we ended up doing it a couple months ago. Oh, yeah, yeah great. I think it was thirty nine minutes, and you know whatever. Dang, that's good. What you have an hour, right? Yeah, you have an hour. Well, thirty nine minutes. That seems like some good time. Well, yeah. I mean, they're 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 pros. Once you kind of figure out how they work, yeah, you, you know what to look for a little right. bit. 
but but super challenging. I'll tell you what, this is the funnest one I've ever done. I'm not being biased at all. I've heard that people who are do, and I've even seen write ups online. People who are like really into this genre, yeah, and into that thing, they said that the Ancient Peaks one, that Escape, is like it's it's like nationally known. It's legit. And yeah, there's some really cool technology. Cool. I don't want to give anything away, but yeah, yeah, really sure. cool technology, really cool um, like setup and the whole deal, multiple rooms and all kinds of stuff. It's really well done, and I highly recommend. It. If you guys are escape room fans. Come check it out. That's cool. It's a nice compliment to the zip lines because it's in the same building as zip lines. So if you've got a crew right. that maybe somebody doesn't feel like zip lining, doesn't want to get out there and do that sort of extreme experience, they can hang back, do the escape room, and then get back together. Great. Oh, there you yeah. go. So yeah. it's, a, it's a great combo, really. And, and then you come right across, across the street, street and eat lunch. Yeah. yeah. There, there you go. Wine, wine and food afterwards. Lunch and tasting. Yeah. I, I did it a few, a few months ago with some salespeople. We needed the hints. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're like, okay, okay, Frank, we need help. It's like, it was pretty Sider, did you solve it? We got to the end, but we needed some help. Yeah, we, we, and, didn't, oh, we right. didn't use any hints. Oh, yeah, we, we needed hints, and finally they were like, okay, it's over there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, you, go. you the see this key just drop in the room. Yeah, yeah. there's like big dude, bright like, light. Here's the light. Yeah, big light shining on it. Feel bad for you. Right here, dummy. Yeah, yeah. It's so high tech. It's. So there's animatronics in there. It's really cool. Oh, yeah, it's, really neat. Check it out. it's really neat. Really cool. All right, we got the whole cluster Syrah in the glass. We talked a little bit about that. Let's talk about this other Syrah yeah. uh, and, the, and the differences. So this is kind of a throwback to the early years. We would have these wines called Jackpot. Now, Jackpot, the vocabulary comes from um, horse horse world, you know. So all the you know, cowboys and girls would put their money in a, in a pot and go rope something, I guess. And then whoever did it... The, quickest would get the jackpot and so for us jackpot wines are kind of special wines that the winemaking team finds that year and says hey let's let's we we we, we see it amongst ourselves we're going to pitch it to ownership we're going to pitch it to sales and our, our dtc staff and say hey look what do you guys think and if they like it then we approve it and then it goes forward so it's not always going to be there you know we've done a jackpot cab franc we've done jackpot merlot before this happens to be our jackpot syrah so it's just something a few barrels that really had something unique, that vintage, and something we want to share with our followers. And then the top of the Pearl series is the Oyster Ridge. Is that true? Well, you know... Uh, the, you have that the, cab, that new cab. That's exactly right. So when you talk about top, you, it sounds like you're referencing price point. And the, and the Pearl Cab is our most expensive wine. We're, we're clocking in 70 bucks for that. The Oyster Ridge is now really that Bordeaux blend. You know, it's a blend, but it, it can have some other varietals in it. So sure. that's really our blend of the ranch. And... You know, our oldest, most reserved wine we have. So, and again, the oysters, you've been there, Adam, and anybody who's oh been up gosh. there would just come up and see it because this soil profile, that's why Robert Mondavi wanted, planted this vineyard and why it is such a location is and the five so, soil profiles, but in particular, those oyster shells are very unique. Yeah, they just stick right out of the yeah. white earth there. It's so cool. Mungus. I know. I mean, the sizes thing. They are, you know, it, it, we still have those, the pictures because it, it's big. Carl's got his big paws on there. Yeah. So you're like, oh, okay, it looks like an oyster shell. Like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, he's not big. Across. <laughs> right, yeah. This is an 18 inch oyster shell. So, you know, you, you put a, a regular uh, hand in that picture and you realize, wow, these are specimens, yeah. you know, for sure. All right, we got Mike Siner, Chef Jacob Lovejoy. We're going to come back, wrap up with our friends from Ancient Peaks. It's up and Adam in the morning. Up and Adam in the morning. Morning. It's the Crush 925 wrapping up with my friends from Ancient Peaks. We got Mike Siner, Chef Jacob Lovejoy. Thank you for coming in here and being up and at him. Oh, this has yeah, been great, but, Adam. Oh, I'm so tired. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you having uh, us. So, we talked earlier a couple segments ago about you know, the difference between 19, 20, 21. Of course, 22 was an animal unto its own. Uh, but what do, we, what do we see? I hear for 23, what, a few weeks late? What do you see? 
It's definitely late. You know, we had that wonderful winter, 200-year rain occurrence here locally, which we all remember. Um, and what that did was give us more water in the soil, and therefore it has more insulation factors. So the soil temperature is what you get bud break on. If you have a dry year, it bud breaks early. Well, it bud broke pretty late this year, and so we're definitely delayed. We're um, In my world, everybody's talking two to some people four weeks later this year. Um, and there's a lot of pressure. You know, I mean, it, it, all that water, it gave a lot of growth. And so we're out there in the canopies. We're doing, we're spending more money in the canopies to train them correctly and get them correct. And then mildew. I mean, it, it's been a tough year. We are fighting it. You know, I mean, it just, it's just one of those years where we got our sprays have to be correct. Your, your machinery have to be calibrated. And so there's definitely some challenges there. So far, the weather has been dialed in. We haven't had, it's, we had May gray, June gloom. Our only heat really started with the fair, as it always does. Yeah. And then you guys remember the Monday right after the fair? 75 Fahrenheit. I know. It yeah. was like, Wild. Well, yeah. I know. Mother Nature and has so it's an evil sense of humor. Bit. So, yeah, we got great weather on top. It's been a challenging growth season, but uh, there's a lot of shatter. So, shatter is what happens during springtime when, when a, a cluster itself doesn't go all the way to fruition. So, you don't, you're missing berries within a cluster. So, from ownership perspective, yeah, you get a little bit less volume across the scale. But man, from a wine character, wine uh, quality perspective, there's more airflow in those berries, and you get more anthocyanins, more tannins, phenolics. You just get a, a better tasting wine. And shatter exciting. can happen for a number of reasons, right? Strong winds, wind, rain, rain. Yeah, those two, two yeah. main ones is adverse weather during adverse weather during flowering is where it's going to occur. Have you started seeing verasion? You know, on the margarita, I got to say, um, we have you know up in the canyon some, a few acres of Pinot Noir, and we're, we are seeing something. We're probably less than five percent color, and I just for the very first time saw just a, a bit of color in a Cabernet block two mornings ago. No, so it's just starting. September is notoriously a hot month for California. Certainly. Um, beaches are notoriously warm in October. What do we see? What do we not want to see? What do we see for the next couple months as we get into maybe those climates that you'll be harvesting in? We, you know, if we could dial this in, guys, I think we just have a nice, even hot. You know, we, need the, <laughs> we, need the, we need the warm, right? Yeah. We don't want it to roll back cold. We don't need to have any rains, which is pretty rare. Um, and fires, honestly, this day and age, I mean, you look at Hawaii and it's like, we just don't need fires, you know, and any adverse strong shifts in weather. That's what we don't want. We just want even, we like hot and, and just be gentle on it. It's so <laughs> weird, right? It's so weird to even have to think that way. Like normally, yeah, of course, weather, we don't, you know, like Europe might go, oh, we don't want hail. We don't want rain. We don't, we yeah. don't want rain. We don't want these things, but we don't want fires. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We don't want fires. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's such a wild world. I know. Uh, Mike Siner, always great to see you, my man. Thank you so much for coming in and Thank hanging you. out. Uh, Chef Jacob Lovejoy, I hope people check yes, out your sir. cuisine at the cafe. Oh my God. You can't go wrong with any single thing you order. Ask for the soup of the day. If it's a French onion, get two of them. I mean, like, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Whatever it is. Thanks, it was so good. It. And then, um, the, the wedge salad, you gotta try the tri-tip. Uh, even if you're not that into it, split it with someone. And then I love doing that. Getting two meals and splitting yeah, me them. I like to try oh, yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. Try as much I as I can. That. I do that often. So Pro thank move. you, chef, for coming in. Thank you for Hey, thanks. Thanks, thanks for, for having us in, Adam. Appreciate Take it. care. Thanks, guys, for being up and Adam. Up and Adam in the morning. With Adam on heel. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10 a.m. The Crush 92.5. The perfect blend.